Yes, sir. You know I'm good, right? Let's go, biz. Troubles coming from me, death is at my doorway Fear says I'm a parish bro, but that ain't what my lord say He said I ain't guilty, though I still ain't had my court day Taste it and I've seen them even know it's just a boy day I don't know what they feeling, I don't know what they thinking Bro, my soul's invincible like Mario when he blanket Hey, hey, they see me full of joy like I don't know what he drinking Cup is full of living water, bro, I sip in and thank him Yes, sir, might now win a Grammy, go get another Stella But I'll for boys from my lord, it ain't nothing better I might not join again, I might not send a million But I've been purchased by my king, he's forever with me So, so what they talking back? No, they can't knock me down Yes sir, I do feel pain, but Jesus got me now That's why I'm making noise, that's why I'm running hard That's why I go gorilla, spitting the monkey balls Partner, you know I'm good to go Pressure creates diamonds and fire and fire the go Ain't nothing on this planet to satisfy my soul I'm living for tomorrow, today is out of control For sure, take out my money Covered in blood, drag my name through the mud. They can hate, they can gossip, but my passion for Jesus, they ain't never gonna stop it. I was dead, I guess that made me better than I ever was. Look at me, I'm good, find out I'm on my forever bug. If everything I have is taken, I can take it. They say I never make it, I know the person who made it. My life is hidden in them, so when I die, I can't. And Jesus really be walking with me, so how I'm lame? My life's but I'm focused on forever and eternity's touch While the world try to fight me, Pharisees try to stole me I am Tebow in the fourth quarter, they can't hold me Yeah, the Lord is my coach, got me off in the zone Tell my mama that I'm good when he carry me home I'm good, I know you know I'm good to go Pressure creates diamonds and fire and fire to go Ain't nothing on this planet to satisfy my soul I'm living for tomorrow, today is that
We are going to look at this topic, defending. That's the last one. After that, I'm going to send you out on anyone else. Topic is defending the hope that is in you. And we're going to look at this in First Peter, if you have your Bibles or if you have your touch, electronic type thing. First Peter 3, verses 14 through 16. And that's going to be our text. Wow, right on time, 8.30. That's going to be our text for uh, to tonight. First Peter, chapter 3, verses 14 through 16. Okay? What is the job of the defense attorney? What is the defense attorney's job? Make sure, make sure it's fine, right? That's a big, that's a big part. That's a big part. What's that? He's an African. He's an advocate. Okay, I'm sorry. okay, guys. You can see how that song's advocate, African. I mean, Kim. You don't see it? Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't hear. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm getting to that point. Okay. Okay, he's an advocate. How do how do they try their cases successfully? Like, how does a defense attorney tries their case successfully? Like, what would make their case successful? Cross. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. no, no, Evan, behind. What? Making false evidence. Okay, okay. All right, but with what you guys said, whether it's a cross-examination, whether it's evidence, they have to make sure that every part of their case is well put together for the defense of their client. Okay, so they just can't just pick up their case file the day before and be like, okay, yeah, 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 okay, cool, okay, I got it, all right? And then show up in court and be like, I got your back, you're not going to be jail, you know, you're not, I got it, right? No, their client's going to get 20 to life or whatever the, the thing is. So they have to be fully prepared, right? They study their case and all the elements surrounding their case, whether it's the witnesses, the evidence, the testimonies, etc., the interviews. A good defense attorney wants to know everything they can possibly know about their case and about their client and about the plaintiff, okay? Um, in the court of law, and this is something they, they had actually, I looked up, they said, in the court of law, the defense attorney is supposed to clearly summarize the complete case to the jury. Now, do most Christians put in the same amount of dedication towards their belief. Like, do we purpose to know what we believe to the point that if we are questioned on that, okay, that we'll be able to give an answer. We'll be able to give a defense of the hope that we have, which we'll see in verse 16. Um, but I think many of us uh, need to make this resolve. Many of us need to make this commitment. Uh, but sometimes we don't because we're petrified of what our parents or family members are going to say. You know, we say, oh, you're a widow, you're strange. You're like, yeah, you're like saving yourself for marriage. Like, what's that? You know what I mean? That's like so 1967, you know, like save yourself for marriage, right? Um, so you really don't want to just get high and drink. Like, there's a song 
and I don't know who is it by, but it, it's what? There's this, there's this song, and um, I think there's two songs. I think there's one song by 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 Lil Wayne, I think, and some other collaboration. So what uh, we get drunk? So what uh, we smoke weed? We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. And then there's another song that starts our streams like. My, my friends are in the bathroom getting high as higher than they part something higher than that state right but then there's another song that's all okay you guys say yeah okay and then there's another song that say hey we're young And free, so we're gonna drink and get high. That's how we're supposed to be. Oh, that's the same. No, that's a different one. That's the same song. No, okay. There's a different song. There's a different song. There's a, look at that. You guys actually know a song. That's cool. Um, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right. But anyway, come back. Basically, basically, I'm saying that there's a lyrics. There's lyrics where it's like, you know, we're young, we're free. You know, let's get high, let's drink. You know, because we're young, we're free, and we can do it. Okay. And okay, let's bring it back. All right. And then. So when you stand up against that and you're like, okay, yeah, I know I'm young and, and, I, and I'm free, I'm free in Christ, that's just not for me, then you know, you look, you're going to look strange, you're going to look like a weirdo, you're going to look like, dude, you just, what's up with you, all right? And whatever other names they're going to call you, right? And, and sometimes I feel like that, that, that prevents us from, from wanting to live a way that people will see and then, be, and then from what they see... For them to answer and say, why, so why you don't want to come to this party? And not that parties are bad, but you know that, hey, people are going to be having sex, people are going to be getting high, people are going to be drinking who shouldn't be drinking, right? Uh, things are going to be happening that you know that's just not going to be beneficial to your faith, right? And then you choose not to go. And Tyreek, you're Tyreek, right? No, Sean, sorry, you're, you're Tyreek, I'm sorry. Tyreek, okay. Take take a little uh, time out of sight. Don't wonder, just go, go. Is this is this a debate? All right. So 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 sometimes when you when you stand out, or sometimes when you're facing a situation situation like that, you don't want to stand out because you don't want to end up having to defend why you're standing out. And then that comes back to, well, can you defend the purpose why you're making your stand for not wanting to do something, go somewhere, not say something, not respond in a certain way? Um, and sometimes fear will prevent us or the, the, the thought of what we're going to face 
So Snapdragon prevent us from actually taking that stand. And this is where I said that video with uh, Tripoli and Lecrae, uh, uh, as it was kind of timely. Because in verse 14, as you see up front, Roger says, but even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. And do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled. But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness. Now, what should we be suffering for as believers? For the sake of what? Okay, what about like um, pride? Should we be suffering for pride? Self-interest? Um pleasure all right it's saying for righteousness sake so if i go right and and i go and i cheat on jen right and then there's no reconciliation then i'm like oh i can't believe i did that and and now for some reason now i realize how much jen is important to me but there's no reconciliation there and i'm like man i can't believe this you know and this pain that i'm feeling um, you know, like that's that's not the kind of suffering that Jesus is instructing here, because that's just something I did. You know, that's something I did. I caused pain upon myself. I ran in the car with those who were drunk and drinking, and there's an accident, and my legs are broken. You know, that's that's not the suffering for the sake of righteousness that um, uh, God is referring to by saying you are blessed. Okay. Um, and where do we see that? Where do you guys, have you guys, can you think where you heard, where you have heard before that suffering for righteousness thus means that you are blessed? Where have you heard that before? I'll help you out. It's in Matthew. So what, Donna? The Beatitudes, right? In Matthew 5, I'm just going to just read that really quick. In Matthew 5, if you want to turn it, you can. Um, but I'll just read it. Matthew 5, verse 10 through 12 says this. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. Okay, that's the key there. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you, Christian, when others revile you, that's like insult you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. But so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. All right. So the apostle Peter is, is just confirming that, hey, when you if you suffer for righteousness sake, we are blessed. OK. And yes, the suffering won't be pleasant, but you're suffering for a cause because you're following Christ, Christ and he will reward you uh, for your, your suffering for the sake of righteousness. And it says here at the end, it says, do not have no, have no fear of them. So 14. Oh, I know what I did. I know what I did. I'm like, I've like, I'm reading from two different versions. That's my bad. Um, at the end, it says of verse four. I mean, verse 14. Can you go back to verse 14? Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. 
And I like other NAS says, you know, do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled. Okay? Um, and how we do that? Verse 15 says, but sanctify Christ, but in your hearts. I'm sorry, guys, because I gave, I gave like, I don't know why I gave the ESV. And then I have in my notes the NASB. So, um, but let's read that. But in your hearts, regard Christ as Lord. Regard Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. And that regard in ESV and NAS has but sanctify is like the set apart Christ as Lord in your hearts. And when we do that, regardless of fear, intimidation, insults, uh, they may come, but once we surrender Jesus as the Lordship of our lives, um, our hope will remain firmly planted in him. And then when you are questioned, right, when they say, you know, Demi, why are you, like, not moving on from God to God to God to God to God, right? Right? Um, and, and you're like, well, that's just not one, that's just not me. And then two, you know, from my relationship with Christ, I just shouldn't do that. I want to wait for the right guy. Or I want to wait for the right girl. Right, Jared? Right? Like, I don't want to, okay? Right? Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be a player. I don't want to just go with anyone and do whatever I want to do. Right? Um, so when you're asking, you're like, so why? Like, why are you doing that? Because that's so shit. Especially today. Like, especially in this day and age where, I mean, the things that elementary students are involved with, the things that they are exposed to, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, I just, I, you know, for us, like all the folks, you may be like, oh, you guys are so out there and stuff like that, but it's amazing the things that they are exposed to, the things that they're doing. At, at that age, and and it seems normal. So, and that's what the media is making it seem like. It's normal to live with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, okay? That's cool. You know, once you get out of your home and you go off to school or, or you get older and stuff like that, this is what you do, and it's all right, you know? But you know that that just goes completely against what the Bible teaches, but the media makes it seem so cool and nice on TV shows, like, oh, well, I guess that's what you do, because that's what everybody else is doing, right? That same little cliche phrase. That's what everyone else is doing. Um, and everybody else is not doing that. So when you stand up against that, someone's going to ask you, why? They're going to be like, something's, like, what's up with it? You know, like, what is up with you, okay? Are you from planet Earth? Why are you not laughing at this dirty joke? Or why are you not gossiping? about this person, you know, why, like, 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 what is up with that, like, you know, like, why, why are you not doing the things that everybody else is doing, will you be ready to give an answer uh, for the hope that is in you, which is based upon the faith that you have in Christ, so, when we're questioning about our faith, that we're honoring so deadly, Dearly, uh, will we be ready to give a defense? And that word there, offense, uh, uh, is apologia, which is like a, a reply, a speech in defense. Okay? 
Um, how are we able? How are we able to give a defense for the hope that we have through Christ? Like, how are we able to do that? What can we use if someone asks us as a believer, like, dude, why are you that way? Like, what, 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 what does the believer has or should have that they can use as a defense? Nothing? So we have nothing? So we're like hopeless then. Like we can't like so what what do we believe? Huh? Use the Bible? How 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 are we gonna are we gonna like throw this at them? Why are you doing that way? Because I I do boom. This is why. Take it. Jesus loves you. John three sixteen. Like what do what do we what do we do with this? We read it. So we just read it. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution. All right, I'm good. Read it to understand it. All right. What? Okay, live it out. Okay. All right. So we use the Bible. We read it to understand it, and we purpose to live it out. Okay. Um, because just sitting through like Bible, a Bible lesson like this on a youth, on a, on a, on a youth night or like Sunday school is just not going to cut it. Okay. Um, you, it's so important for you to study this. And I don't mean like study it, like, you know, break down each word and what it was in the original Hebrew and Greek and all that stuff. But, you know, just read it and, 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 and read it to a point where you can understand, or if you don't understand it, go to someone that you trust to know who is a mature believer to ask them questions about certain things that you have read so that you will have a clear understanding of it so that you will be able to apply it, like Donna said, to your life, living it up, okay? But just sitting down and just hearing me talk or Pastor Lee talk or, or Brother Charlie or Sister Steph or anybody else, it's just, it's just not going to cut it, okay? Um, it's going to help, but until you actually make that effort to study it for yourself so that it's in there, um, it's just going to be like, yeah, I think I've heard something like that before. All right? Because you can cheat on an exam, right? Someone on a bomb squad could cheat on their exam, right? Someone else who took it said, you know what? Cut, cut the blue, brown cord. I'm telling you, cut the brown cord. You'll be set. Questions 10 through 15, B, 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 C, A, done, right? So they can go ahead, oh yeah, brown cord, oh yeah, got the brown cord. Okay, good. 10 through 15, B, 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 C, A, boom, pass it, right? When they're in a real situation, and they're called, and they got to defuse a bomb, it's like, where's the brown cord? Right? Like, all right? So, so you, and they wouldn't know what to do. So you need to know your, why you believe what you believe. Uh, otherwise, when someone asks you that, uh, particularly for those who are like older and, and, and you may be going off to school, and then even for you guys who are younger, um, someone may ask you in school, like, why, what's this Jesus thing and Christianity and, you know, why are you not like trying out like Buddhism and, and Rastafarian? Like, what's so different about those? And, and then what are you gonna say? Well, um, 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 well, my Sunday school, um, uh, because it's the Bible, and I believe the Bible. 
take that. Jesus love you. You know what I mean? Like we, that's not, that's not, that's not going to happen. Um, so we just, we can't just cruise through our Christian walk. Because uh, when we come up against opposition to what we say we believe, we may actually discover that we don't have a clue or we don't truly understand what we say we believe. And, and we can't afford to remain like in this Christian infancy where it's like, nah, nah. You know, like, you know, like, who's Jesus? Nah, nah. You know, you're an infant. So did, did Jesus really rose on the third day? Nah, nah. You know, like, you can't, like, you just can't be just like, okay, I know Nana, and I'm gonna, and Nana is gonna be my response to everything. We can't remain in a Christian infancy stage throughout our Christian journey. We have to mature, um, we have to grow. So, you know, this is what the New American Commentary puts it as, as I begin to wrap up. And it's nice, listen to it. The, before we get into verse 16, the exhortation here is instructive, right here in verse 15 where Peter is saying, always be ready to make a defense to everyone, anyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that you have in you. Okay? So the exhortation here is instructive. For Peter, assume that believers have solid intellectual grounds for believing the gospel. Right? And it's not just because mommy and daddy say, this is the best thing that you can do. You know, this is the decision you want to do because you don't want to burn in hell. Okay, I don't want to burn in hell. So I'm going to believe the Jesus thing, all right? Um, there has to be the, a decision in your mind that you make, not just based on, hey, you know, everyone is saying that this is the best thing for you to do. That's definitely a part of it. But if it's just that, then then that's what your fate is based on. Well, so-and-so said to do it, or so-and-so raised their hand, and, and I think I raised mine. I don't, you know. So, that every believer should have some intellectual grounds for believing the gospel. The truth of the gospel is a public truth that can be defended in the public arena. This does not mean, of course, that every Christian is to be a highly skilled apologist. Who knows what an apologist is? Or the definition? Someone who apologizes? No. I'm just putting out O'Day that is not that. Okay. Someone who... Someone who defends, defends, okay, who defends the word, or in the case of a believer, that would be that. Generally, it's a person who offers an argument in defense of something controversial. So for the believer, the believer apologist would be like for faith and anything else that needs surrounds the Christian faith doctrine, theology, and stuff like that. All right, so it's saying you don't have to be a skilled apologist, okay, uh, for the faith. But it does mean that every believer should grasp the essentials of the faith and should have the ability to explain to others why they put you, they think, but I would prefer to say why they believe the Christian faith is true. And then when we do this, when we are able to give a defense, okay, when we do this, we should do it in a manner that shows respect. Uh, as you see at the bottom part where it says, uh, in verse 15, um, yet with gentleness and reverence. So we should do it in a manner that honors and shows respect before God and humility, gentleness towards those to whom we give our defense. Okay? 
because just going up in their face and like, no, 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 what are you saying is wrong. This is the way. Shut up. You're ignorant. You're going to hell. You're a sinner. I'm a sinner too, but you're a sinner going to hell. And this is, this is why I believe what I believe. Take that. Shoot them down and walk away. No, that's just not effective. That's not going to be a good testimony before the Lord. And then to them, with that attitude that doesn't show humility, you're just going to turn them away. So be able to give a defense. But in your giving a defense, make sure that it is honoring before God and that it is done in humility as well. And as we close verse 16, and keep a good conscience so that in the thing in which you are slandered, those who revile or insult your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame. So and keep a good conscience so that in the thing in which you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame. What are we supposed to keep? What kind of a conscience? A, ba- a good conscience. Um, how are we able to keep a good conscience? Do we just wake up and say, good conscience? Good conscience. Right? Like, how do we, how are we able to keep a good conscience? You guys don't know? Like, how are we? What? It's kind of like, it's kind of like there in, in that verse. Think on good things. Not doing anything bad. Because according to verse 16, why are why will people be insulting us as believers if in fact we do have a good conscience, right? And they're assaulting us and they're slandering us, right? And they're like, oh, Miss Two, you know, Miss Miss Pure, Pure Delight, whatever, you know, whatever, right? Like why? Like why are they doing that? Because of what? Right? Our good behavior and what? In Christ, right? So that's how we're able to keep a good conscience, all right? Because if I'm doing whatever I'm doing, if I'm like, you know, here on Friday nights, Sunday, you know, you pass the Michelo, and then on Wednesday, whoo, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm swinging around on a pole somewhere, completely different lifestyle, right? I'm like cross-dressing, you know, like I'm just, you're like, what? Right? Uh, there's no way I can be able to keep a good conscience if, you know, I'm just living a completely double lifestyle. Now, we do sin, and, and, and we feel guilty about that. I mean, I feel guilty about my sin, and I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe I sinned again, or I can't believe I said that, I can't believe I did that, I can't believe, ah, oh, you know. Um, that's not directly a part of of this where it says, keep a good conscience, because although we do sin and we do mess up, as believers, we know that we're able to go to the Father, ask for forgiveness, and to get back in fellowship with Him, and continue to live the life that He's calling us to live. And that life, when we purpose to do that, and we get insults, and we get slanders, and we get gossip, and we get name-calling, and all these different things, um, we can rest assured that, you know what, this is why this is happening. I have a good conscience. I haven't done anything to that person. All I've done is just purpose to live as Jesus Christ has commanded me to live. And and trust that they will be put to shame. Not by your hands, but God will handle that as he so wish. So, 
as I close, let us live in a way that will compel unbelievers to ask us about our faith. And then, let us make sure that we remarry the resolve to, to live righteously with studying how we ought to live righteously. So it's one thing to be like, you know what, yes, I said, I'm going to live the way God wants me to live, and that's great. And it's also important to study, okay, this is why I should live this way. So that we can always be able to give it an answer, always be able to give a defense for the hope that we have uh, in Christ because of the faith that we have in him. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for uh, this time that we've had to just look at these uh, short little verses. And I just pray, Lord, that we all, uh, but specifically the students in here, that they would, uh, particularly those who are believers, that they would purpose to live um, a life for you. And that's not easy. I mean, and, 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 and that's no surprise to you, Lord. But it, it's just, it's so hard and so tough to live a life uh, that just screams Jesus Christ and Him crucified. It's so tough, but Lord, You have commanded us to pursue that life. You have promised that You will strengthen us and and You would help us as we uh, follow after You. Uh, you've promised that we are blessed when we suffer for the sake of righteousness for for you. And so, Lord, whatever obstacles or 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 or, or just difficulties that the students in here will face in school, um, possibly home, or or just in their different environments, uh, I just pray that they would just hold fast to your word and what you've encouraged us to to live. And that, and that too, that they'll be able to give a defense for why they're choosing to live the way you have commanded them to live. And this is your name we pray. Amen. Amen.